All the noir you can handle each week on Thriller Thursdays with Rich Froelich. The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance. The Hawk Chronicles follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars. In the last episode of The Hawk Chronicles. Yes, Mr. Fairman? Stokes, we need to go dark immediately. There is a possibility that Von Longer is trying to track our signal. Do you think you did it in time? I'm pretty sure. <laughs> Hate to be that bag right now. Hiya! Oh, oh. oh, what happened? And this time I'm like fake my signals. Wait a minute. What did you say? I want a rematch? No, no. Fake your signal. Kate. I have an idea. Can you set up a dummy signal somewhere we can lead him? Perhaps your vehicle impound block? I'm pretty sure that this guy is the same man that confronted Nelson. Hawk. What's happening with this rooftop prank? It just seems too elaborate to be a prank. Officer Mack wants you to meet him at this address. It's a Salvation Army shelter. This could be the break we need. Pyramid. I'm afraid we're getting close to arresting Von Longer. Control just informed me that Von Longer escaped with a guard's laser sidearm. There will be no way to cover up such advanced technology. We must find him first. And now, Episode 8, Sprung. If this weapon falls into the wrong hands, it could spell disaster. The technology is very advanced. If somebody had the capability to reverse engineer it, weapons of extreme mass destruction could be manufactured. Then we have a serious problem with Von Longer. He could terrorize the city. Maybe not. The weapon he seized is designed for prison guard support. The emphasis on its design is for debilitating a prisoner. So it can't kill. With a full charge, someone could use it, maybe, to start a fire, say, by firing it into a wooden floor. With nearly a full charge, there would be enough plasma heat generated to penetrate an inch of steel. And residue? Portions of the center hit would be vaporized, while further out, you'd see some crystallization, but no chemical signature. If, perchance, you're wondering about the fire, yes, Von Longer used it to start that fire. Which means his lethal capacity is greatly diminished. A shot to the heart area might set up an arrhythmia that could kill, but basically, you'd get quite a shock. Much like your tasers. Excuse me, Detective. Please hold on. I need to take this incoming call. Well, it looks like the signal is in place, so I need to get to my team. What's your next step? We wait. I need to go to my team and coordinate the capture of one Heinrich von Longer. And I'll join my partner. Hopefully I can keep him off the trail long enough for you to make the capture. Good luck, Pierman. Yeah, Kate, uh, you solved that flying smokestack case already? <laughs> no such luck. The warehouse director can't meet with me today, so we set up something for the first of next week. Have you left yet? No, the, the car was still in the motor pool, uh, getting fueled. Why? I'm going with you. Might as well make some good use of my time. The 
this case just keeps getting better and better. First, I have a space machine of some kind land on a roof with an escaped prisoner from another dimension, who was really from here and is a 110-year-old Nazi scientist armed with a Buck Rogers laser blaster. Yep, just your typical case in Charm City. Barnes and I made our way to the Salvation Army Center on Light Street to talk with their captain. Uh, Detective Barnes? Captain Burdett, nice to meet you. This is my partner, Detective Hawk. Detective, nice to meet you. Now, I understand you have some questions about a gentleman who was in here? Uh, yes, Captain. You uh, told one of our patrol officers that you recognized this man from earlier? Yes, that's him. A most unusual man. Spoke with a heavy German accent. He was looking for shelter. Unfortunately, this is our central command center. The best I could do at the time was to send him up to the Lutheran shelter on South Charles Street. Is there anything else unusual about him? Uh, his clothing. What was so unusual about that? He was wearing a solid blue jumpsuit with strange lettering. Something like I've never seen before. There were symbols across his back and also a row of small symbols, like where you'd wear a nameplate. I thought perhaps it was some foreign company uniform. Do you have a contact for the shelter? Uh, yeah, just a moment. I have a card right here. What do you make of that? Maybe it was Hebrew. Or ancient Phoenician. Or Martian. <laughs> here you go, Detective. I hope they can be a better help than I was. Uh, thank you, Captain. Uh, you were a great help. What do you make of those jumpsuits and markings? Blue overalls is not something unusual for little old men to wear. But with markings, they could be some sort of working uniform. Uh, let's get over to the shelter. Maybe they got a better look at it. So we have a point of contact? Uh, the card says, uh, Lauren Green. Well, let's hope Ms. Green can shed more light on our mysterious little man in his blue jumpsuit. Hello, may I help you? I'm Detective Barnes. Uh, this is my partner, Detective Hawk. Uh, we're looking for a Miss, uh, Green. I'm Lauren. How may I help you, Detective? Miss Green, ha have you ever seen this man before? That looks like Henry. Henry. You know his last name? No, just Henry. He came in a couple of nights ago and we set him up with a bed. And then he went out very early. He said he was going to go look for recyclables. I told him we can't have him hauling a lot of trash here. He said it would all be small, though. Like he knew what he was getting. He said that someone he knew was throwing out an old computer and a printer. He only wanted some of the circuit boards. That sounds a little odd. Not much uh, money in recycled circuit boards. I thought so too, but at least he was being very proactive about his economic state. But he was very different. How so? He was only wearing a pair of thin overalls with strange markings on them. And it was very cold that night. I managed to get him a nice overcoat. He was very appreciative of that. The, the writing on the overalls, did you recognize it? No, and it was really strange. I asked him about it, 
and he said that he had a friend who makes his own videos. They did a space movie, and this was one of the costumes. What'd I tell you? Martians. <laughs> I beg your pardon? Just a running joke. Is Henry still here? No, he got back with a bag of what looked like computer parts. He left a few hours ago, though. He asked me where the closest pawn shop was. Was he gonna pawn the pots? No, he said that he had another movie prop he was gonna pawn, so I gave him directions to the one right up here on East Baltimore Street. Thank you, Ms. Green. You've been a great help. Thank you. Have a good day. Thank you. I hope you find him. I'm hoping we don't find him, but I knew that everything was falling into place for Jim. He has a partial name. He can put Von Longer at the scene at the time of the arson, plus a witness who saw Henry with a bag full of electronic parts. And now we were headed for a pawn shop to see what Von Longer may have pawned. It could be a valuable clue in tracking down his identity and eventually Von Longer himself. But I wasn't quite prepared for what we found when we arrived. Can I help you? Yes, I'm uh, Detective Bonds. This is my partner, Detective Hawk. Have you seen this man? Can't miss that jacket and blue jumpsuit. Why, do something wrong? Well, as of now, he's a suspect in an arson case and a robbery. I knew it was too good to be true. So he tried to pawn or sell some electronic circuits and parts? I saw those in his bag, but I have no use for that. Then he pulled out this. Now this is a piece of work. Oh my god! Uh a toy? You both are excited about a toy gun? This isn't a toy, this is a screen-ready hero prop. He said it was used in some movie. Hero prop? It's the weapon version that, you know, the main character or the hero of a movie uses. Mostly for close-ups. They're really valuable. Well, it could have been quite valuable, except there's no provenance with it. So we can't authenticate it. Still, it's pretty valuable. Here, feel this. Wow, that's really heavy. Let me have that before you hurt yourself. It is heavy. Hey, what's missing here? The guy said it originally had a battery pack for lights and sound effects. It devalued somewhat, but I was happy to give him a hundred bucks for it. A hundred dollars for a toy gun? Part of it's titanium, and I'm not sure about the rest of it. A hundred bucks is a deal. I didn't even try to haggle him down. Listen, last week, an Air Force reservist came in and pawned this. He originally paid a thousand bucks for it. It's a prop from a show about some doctor traveling through space. Doctor Who? Precisely. What? Uh, never mind. Listen, this prop isn't really part of our investigation. We don't have any proof that it was stolen or had anything to do with our case. So how much do you want for it? Whoa, what? My nephew Drew would die for this. So how much? A thousand, not a penny less. <laughs> I'm gonna be completely fair. Here's 200 bucks. You gotta be crazy. Or, since our suspect did steal electronics, we may have to hold it for evidence until we can verify everything that's missing. Two hundred? That's not ethical. You're doubling your money. You want ten times more than you paid. Is that ethical? It's good business. All right. Two hundred. Don't worry, Jim. Drew's birthday is a couple of months from now. If this thing proves to be valuable to the investigation, I'll turn it over. But I don't think it's important. After all, it's just a toy. What harm could it do? All units stay in position until we have an absolute confirmation. Remember, we track him until he is clear of the station. Then, we take him down. Control, this is two. Subject spotted, approaching impound lot. Copy. He has the receiver in his hand. He's 
stopping, looking. I think he bought it. He's looking around. I have a visual. All units, hold your position. We got a problem. Control, we've got a problem. Local Leo's at him. Looks like Barnes and Hawk. Well, Kate, it's in your hands now. Now that Von Lager has fallen into the wrong hands, how will Kate Hawk explain him to authorities? Will Barnes learn that his partner has been working behind his back? Find out in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles, The Ruse. He looks so cute and cuddly as he hops around, delivering colorful eggs to children around the world. But something has gone wrong. A meteor hit the earth near this hard-working bunny, and he started to change. This Easter, experience the terror of Easter Bunny. A 50-foot-tall bundle of ferocious fur will deliver eggs that explode on impact. And watch out for that cotton tail. This cute, cuddly colossus is a true basket case. Coming soon to a theater near you, Easter Bunny. Hippity-hoppity, Easter's on its way.